and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night Ignition. I'm your host, Silver Spoon, and I'm joined by a man who knows it is the most wonderful time of the year. It's Captain Tibbs. I can't believe it, Sills. We finally made it. We have crossed rivers, valleys, mountains, and dales. But goddammit, we are finally here. The penultimate episode before Wrestle Palooza. That is, oh, this would be the ultimate episode. The ultimate episode. That ultimate is, episode. That is right, Tibbs, because Wrestle Palooza, a two-night extravaganza, is coming to you this weekend, and then, of course, a very special episode of Friday Night Defiance, which I've already been told is going to have some absolutely killer matchups. We're going to see an uh, astounding eight man Cananza matchup where the winners are going to go to challenge Chuck Gibbons for the JWF Defiant Championship at Wrestlepalooza. Oh, it's going to be so good, Sills. We're, we're working. We got, we're smashing this all together last minute, and it's going to turn into an amazing special edition of Defiance. That is right. And then also our JWF Captain's Champion, Crush Atlas is going to be in action against our tag champions, Demon Inc. But here's the thing. Crush Atlas, ever since he's come to this company, has really been a man on his own. He has been a one-man army. I, I don't know if he really has any allies in the back who might align with him against Demon Inc. I'm not so sure, Sills, but I, I guess our captain's champion is going to think of something. That is right, but for right now, and... Luckily, for the final time before Wrestlepalooza, the man known as Lawrence Whitney is in the ring with the entire Whitney family. And we know they have all got some big matchups coming up. Demon Inc. versus the BS and the VWO in a triple threat TLC match, which was an amazing announcement. And then, of course, Ghazi fighting Atlas for the Captain's Championship. The Whitney family has a lot of fingers and a lot of pies, Tibbs. Uh-huh, and those fingers are dirty and covered with you don't want to know. That is right, but why don't we go down in here? But the uh, manager of managers, Lawrence Whitney, he paid me to say that, has to say. Wrestlepalooza 5 is just days away from gracing your television screens, ladies and gentlemen. And that means we are just days away from the Whitney family just <laughs> vacuuming up all the gold that this company has to offer. But before we do that, I just want to reminisce a bit. I want to take a little trip back to last year. A trip back to before the Whitney family was even a twinkle in my eye. And where were these men standing behind me? Of course, Demon Inc., these were two young men who were quite simply a laser beam of success shining through the developmental division, and all they needed was a man to point them in the right direction. And now this Sunday, they are fighting legends of the JWF Tag Team Division. The VWO, a tag team that, frankly, Demon Inc. have been waiting to get their hands on for nearly a year now. And then, of course, the BS. Two men who said they'd always have Demon Inc.'s back. Their very own mentors. Teachers are seeking to embarrass them on the biggest stage of them all. And yet you people applaud the BS. Two men who a year ago asked the question, Who the hell can stop Demon Inc.? And they're going to learn this Sunday that the answer is 
you can't. And then there's Gazi. And you know, I'd say that Nightmare's life was, well, anything but a dream before Lawrence Whitney came along. Just the fines for the chair shots to the back of the head were putting the poor kid out of house and home. He needed a guiding hand to take those little problems and toss them to the side. And this weekend at Wrestlepalooza, he's facing a man who never had to deal with those problems. A man who was cherry-picked by the gods to hold that JWF Captain's Championship. A man who could break a thousand ribs and cause a million concussions and still earn a million Rookie of the Year awards. He's a man who never had to deal with consequences. Well, I'll tell you now, Atlas. The consequences are finally going to catch up to you when you come face to face with my nightmare. And to get you a little preview of that punishment, Krashiwashi, I've got a little proposal for you. This Friday, on the very last episode of Defiance Before Wrestlepalooza, I'm going to send these two men, Demon Ink, to the ring. And they're going to wait. Wait for you and whatever fool decides to stand by your side to get into the ring for a tag team match. And if you don't come out to that ring crush, believe me, Demon Ink has no problems walking to the back, breaking down the door to your locker room, and punking you out there instead, boy. Because this weekend, it's the weekend of the Whitney family. And I'm not about to let any of you Ruin that! Well, Tibbs, Lawrence Whitney, uh, most certainly- Still don't think he's okay. He is not okay. He is most certainly on edge, but you gotta think he is a man with everything to lose this weekend. If the Whitney family walks out goldless, that could be a huge embarrassment for the man known as Lawrence Whitney, a guy who has essentially been using championships to continue his appearances on television. Exactly, Silv. I mean, without- Without uh, any of his family, if they if he didn't have any championships, he wouldn't have any TV time. That is right, but uh, Tibbs, I've I'm now looking once again at the Wrestlepalooza card, and you know we've got great matchups. We've got Momoa Curry versus a member of the Tibbs family. We've got the BS versus the VWO versus Demon Inc. in that TLC matchup. But there's just one match that continues to stick out to me, and it is. It's Shitty Terry's open invitational to the multiverse, as he's dubbed it. Uh, no, no, I took that off, remember? Um, Tibbs, I'm looking right here. It is still on there. You're fucking kidding me. Oh, wait, hold on. We can, I'll just, I can just erase it. I'll, I'll erase it, and, um... Okay. Oh, it's back. Is it? Oh, it's... Oh, God, it's on my hand. Okay, well, uh, Tim, oh, it's up and down my arms. Okay, well, uh, the Shitty Terry Invitational coming uh, this weekend at Wrestlepalooza. And once again, Tibbs, I think Shitty Terry's, uh, his fight drugs may have affected him strangely because I, I don't think of any individuals out there who would break through the multiverse, as he dubbed it, quite simply, just to fight him at Wrestlepalooza. I'm not honestly even sure who who he has in mind. I I don't know. I, I, does this mean that none of our competitors are allowed? Because that means I'm gonna have to pay a lot of other 
uh, talent. I don't know, Tibbs, but uh, Shitty Terry is backstage with one of our top interviewers to discuss the tournaments of the multiverse and his open challenge. Let's have a listen. Hello, everybody. Honeypot makes so long, and thanks for all the fish. Back here with the man known as Shitty Terry, who is once again promoting his Shitty Terry Invitational Match for Wrestlepalooza. Yes. Now, Terry, I mean, I hate to be a downer here, but from what we've seen online, the buzz for this Invitational Party is practically non-existent. What are your plans for Wrestlepalooza? Nothing means nothing! I... I beg your pardon? Nothing means hunting, Money Pot. Yeah, I'm talking about all the way to the top. I'm unjustifiably in a position I'd rather not be in. But the shit will always rise to the top. Shitty Terry, yeah. He's got more to offer than Captain Tim thinks I got. And let me tell you something right now. Card stack against Shitty Terry at Russellpalooza 5. Let me say it. Yeah, let me say it out loud. To the captain of the JWF, you see Shitty Terry isn't happy with your decision to take me off the card, yeah? I am the shit of the JWF, and there is no doubt about it, yeah. Honeypot, you know Shitty Terry is the shit of the crop. Uh, uh, Terry, uh, sorry, yes, forgive me. I'm gonna need to take a moment here, so... Are you saying that Captain Tibbs himself is involved with the lack of concern regarding your invitation? Yep. Yep, I am. Taking my spotlight away in my moment of glory. Yeah, now I'm living in a, a nightmare. And I am this shit. And now, not only must my spot at Wrestlepalooza fall, but the World Heavyweight Championship because Hulk Hogan, I am this shit. Yeah. I am the shit of the crop, and there is no one who does it better than Shitty Terry. On balance, off balance, doesn't matter. I'm better than you, Hulk Hogan. And I'm talking to everyone in the JWF, and I'm even talking to Captain Tibbs, yeah. Shitty Terry is on his way to Wrestlepalooza. It ain't nobody gonna stop me. Because nobody can handle the power of Shitty Terry. The shit of the crop, and nobody does it better. Okay, so this is this is happening, I guess. The the multiversal collision course between Shitty Terry and whoever shows up is gonna be happening at Wrestlepalooza. I hope that it is no individuals named in his promo, which that was Did he just he just stole did That was sense. blatantly I asked That was a blatant rip off. I told him earlier that Hey Terry, uh, you're, you're, if you're gonna do a promo or anything, make sure to script it. That's something I've always told him. Like, don't go off the cuff. Make sure to have something written down. And I think he tried to write something down and then just copy and pasted someone else's homework and changed some words around. Yep, that's that's pretty much what we saw here. That would be popped in any learning institution for blatant plagiarism. He just replaced cream with shit. Oh, wait, hold on a second, Tibbs. Uh, we got to cut back. I've been told Terry has... Terry's got something else to say. Let, let's let's go back. Okay. 
No, no, why is the camera back Four on? Four tubs what? are with the textile workers around this country are out of work. They got five kids. Four kids can't pay their wages. Hard no, 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 cut, cut back. Cut back to the camera. Take the, the bloody camera down. Okay, yeah, no, no, not doing that anymore. He's still going, Tibbs. He's not stopping. I can see the monitor cells. It is not. I tried to change the channel away, and it's still here. All right, all right Tibbs. Let's just let's move on. And let's, oh, Tibbs, what's this yep. static? We're is he huh? taking over? Is he taking over the broadcast? You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers, and it didn't get you anywhere. You talk about your Psalms. You talk about John 3:16. Well, Terry 316 says I just shit your ass. Tibbs, he can't keep doing this. Uh, okay, hold on. Hold on, I'm gonna have to... Uh, I'm gonna have to use my super producer powers for this one. I have to overwrite Terry for a moment. I can't hold him forever, but I can hold him for the rest of the episode. Uh, all right, Tibbs, you, you use that power-up. Don't use too much. You got a big matchup, possibly two coming this weekend, but another man who has a big matchup is our champion himself, the man known as the Dylan. And you know, Tibbs, the thing about the Dylan, a lot of our competitors, when they become champion, they almost try to become the character that a champion is. I mean, Scotty Moore infamously spent most of his reign out drinking, partying, living what he considered a champion lifestyle. Meanwhile, the man known as the Dylan, none, no such big grandeur, nothing uh, really inflating the ego. Ever since he's won that title, he spent the majority of his time in training camps. And that is why I think he is going to be a dangerous competitor this weekend, especially for his opponent, the man known as the Jebedook. Exactly, Sills. I mean, the Dylan has embodied the championship in, in a way we've uh, rarely seen anywhere. The Dylan only appears when there is a worthy competitor. The Dylan, the Dylan, he knows everything that goes on in JWF now, but he'll only deign to open the doors of his training camp when someone truly special comes along. That is right, and the man known as the Jabadook is looking to be that special opponent. I mean, but he also is walking in with a disadvantage. The Dylan's gonna come into that match fresh. The Jebeduk is gonna be fighting in the finals of the J1 tournament earlier in the night. The chips are most certainly down for the man known as the Jebeduk. But for right now, the Lord of the Smart Side, the technical spectacle himself and your JWF champion, the Dylan is in the ring. So why don't we hear what the champ has to say? This Saturday at Wrestlepalooza, I have my chance to make JWF history and my chance to cement my continuing legacy as the greatest competitor in this company, if not in the world. Because you see, I'm going to walk into the first night of Wrestlepalooza with this belt around my waist and I'm going to walk out of that building the exact same way because I am the greatest thing going. Not Momoa Curry, not the BS, and damn sure not Jebaduk. But I don't want to be all negative regarding my opponent. He's been putting on one hell of a performance in the last month or so. I 
saw your victory in the J1. I've seen what you can do, and I hope you're ready to bring every ounce of that into the ring against me because I am bringing everything I have against you. But you see, before that, Jeb, before I try to make history, both for myself and this company, I need to test myself one more time. I need to purify myself through competition before the greatest night of my life. And to do that this Friday on a very special edition of Defiance, I am putting my title on the line against the man I beat for it in the first place. The God of Law, the Sea, and JWF. My first opponent, Momoa Curry. The only man in this company, well, maybe the world that I consider to be kind of on my level. But you need to understand, Jeb, I'm not going to leave you high and dry. I'll let you get a tune-up in as well with somebody on your level. But we'll just have to tune in and find out about that. Wow, Tibbs, if you want to talk about some landmark announcements, the Dylan just made one because this Friday on a very special episode of Defiance, the champion is going to make his first appearance and he's called out of all people, the god of the JWF himself, Momoa Curry. Oh, Sills, shades of Wrestlepalooza one right now. The Dylan, the Dylan just wants one last crack at Momoa Curry. He could call it in whatever he wants. That's, I mean, let's not forget Los Trios Tangos 2017. The Dylan and Momoa Curry went toe to toe in a, what at the time many considered to be a retirement match. Of course, Momoa Curry came back a couple of months later to battle the Undertaker of all people at Wrestlepalooza, but for the longest time, the Dylan was the man who ended the career of Momoa Curry. And you know he wants to keep that up this Friday on Defiance, but then also he announced that Jebedook is going to have a have some sort of secret opponent who, who Dylan claims to be on the level of the Jebedook, but who knows who that could be? Uh, we only one way to find out, and that's to watch Defiance this Friday. That is right, but another matchup that is going to be big is going to be your match against your son, Chuck Tibbs, which you announced to be nautical rules. And Tibbs, I mean, we have seen you and your son participate in some particularly vicious nautical rules matches in the past. Oh, absolutely, Sills. I would say this. <laughs> Uh, I, there are very few in this company who are, are as well versed in the art of a nautical rules match than myself and my son, surprisingly. Um, and... <coughs> oh, hold on, some of my natty juice got stuck in my throat. Oh, it's okay. <coughs> uh, yeah, Sills. I would say that there are very few in this company that are as skilled in the art of the nautical rules match as myself and my son. But honestly, thinking my son might be a little rusty. That is right, but he does have the giant known as Robert Hill at his side. But I've been told Robert has some different plans for this weekend. So why don't we go backstage with Robert and Chuck to hear what they've got to say about Wrestlepalooza weekend. Let's have a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, Dan the Dan McDonald backstage here with a man who is set for a high-profile match this Saturday against his own father, Chuck Tibbs, and of course his associate, the King of the Hill himself, 
Robert Hill. Now, gentlemen, what brings you here this evening? Hammerman! What brings me here is Hammerman! That masked little freaky asshole who's disrespected the great Chuck Tibbs and myself every moment that he could. Whether it was cheating his own way towards victories or embarrassing this great man, Chuck Tibbs, on what is supposed to be the greatest night of his career. That hammer fuck has been nothing but a thorn in the side of Robert Hill. And I intend to put a stop to it on Friday's episode of Defiance. And this time, Hammerman, Robert Hill's gonna be living under nautical rules. I see. And on to your partner, Chuck. You are on the precipice of what might be the most important weekend of wrestling in your life. And given your history, that is certainly saying a lot. A nautical rules match against your father, and if you could win that, you get the opportunity to face Momoa Curry in his final match. How are you feeling ahead of such a momentous weekend? You know, first of all, I'm feeling pretty pissed off at your pathetic attempt to try and downplay me and who I am, McDonald. Don't think I didn't miss that, okay? Did, uh, did my dad put you up to that, huh? You were, uh, talking pretty big uh, about how this was a big deal this weekend. Trying to get me to choke, huh, McDonald? Is that what you're up to? Is that what you're trying to get me to do? Because I'll tell you something. I'm not coming to Wrestlepalooza this weekend to choke. And for me, this weekend isn't important because of Momoa Curry and my father, two deadbeat wasteoids who need to get the hell out of this company sooner rather than later. This weekend is important because of me, Chuck Tibbs. This weekend is the end of an era. It's going to be me, Chuck Tibbs, taking his boot and shoving it through the door of the professional wrestling industry and saying farewell to the men that have spent their entire careers holding me back. This weekend isn't about fond farewells or solemn goodbyes. No, this weekend is about taking two old dogs out behind the shed and putting them down. Because this isn't their time anymore. They're old, ratty, and covered in mange. This is my time. In the days of people talking about Chuck Tibbs the underdog or Chuck Tibbs the plucky young rookie are over. I am the new god of the JWF. And I am the new ruler of Pro Wrestling's Olympus. And this weekend isn't going to be about the ending of Momoa Curry. It's about the crowning of the new god of the JWF, Chuck Tibbs. Well, Tibbs, some bold words there from your boy ahead of this weekend. And you gotta think, uh, you may not uh, agree with him, you may not see eye to eye with him, but that is certainly a passion and aggression that is what led Chuck Tibbs to some high-profile victories in the past. That is, that's the Chuck Tibbs that won the JWF Championship right there. And he's going to need every bit of that passion and aggression if he even thinks he's going to step to his old man. That, that is, that is claiming to be the god of the JWF, the new god to be claimed right as the old one leaves. No, no, no. Even I'm not stupid enough 
to try and take that moniker. That is right. That is a moniker that belongs to one man and one man only. And that is, of course, Momoa Curry, who this weekend will be participating in his final match in JWF history. Uh, I'll be honest, Tibbs, you never think you'd see the retirement of a man like Momoa Curry, a god like Momoa Curry. But this weekend, we finally get to see it. what happens. And I'm going to be honest, Sills, I... <clears throat> I never thought I'd see this day because I thought Momoa Curry would long outlast me. But the fact that he has decided to, to hang it up like this, it is it's going to be a strange new world of the JWF the day after WrestlePalooza. Let me just put it that way. That is right. And of course, we know he's going to have that epic matchup against either you or your son. Whoever walks out of that matchup will face Momoa Curry, but for tonight it is not about the brutality it is not about the violence it is about celebrating a lengthy career of this man known as Momoa Curry who is in our ring right now so why don't we hear what the god of the JWF has to say for the last time when I was a child my mother came to me on my 14th birthday and she handed me a gift in this long wrapped box and inside the box I found this old rusted pipe and as I looked up at my mother confused she asked me to take it to the nearest shop and offered to sell it back if I really didn't like it that I could keep the coin it earned me and when I did the man behind the counter only offered me 10 coins for it said he was only offering that because he felt sorry for me when I was a kid Growing up as the son of a god, heir to his throne, you start to notice things, small things. The disrespect that was put on my father's name, that was put on our lineage. The disrespect that would eventually await me as god of the sea, the punching bag of Olympus, and that was disrespect that I couldn't take. So I ran. I, uh, I ran to another shop where I once again offered that rusted old pipe with the creaky joints and bends, and they offered me five coins for it. They said it was too old to salvage, rusted beyond repair. So uh, I arrived on Earth nearly two centuries ago, my father sending his hell-spawn leviathan to chase me down and forced me into hiding in the depths of your oceans, where, despite what many rumors about me on the internet might say, I found that fish did not make the best conversationalists. I nearly drove myself mad. As I went to my mom and I asked her why, why had she sent me around town with this old pipe only to get offers of pocket change from the shopkeeps? And she smiled at me before taking that pipe and casting it off into a fire. Casting it away is how I felt. Cast away to the depths of your oceans, only your marine life to keep me company. I nearly went insane until one night I heard the Leviathan coming in close and I knew I had to act. And when I arrived, I found the most beautiful sight waiting for me. Inside that fire, the metal of the pipe began to glow a hot white and the rust began to burn off before my very eyes 
You see, the shopkeeps had told me this pipe couldn't be forged, and yet here it lay glowing white and surviving the excess heat of the bellows. It was impossible. And that's what I thought when I saw that young ship captain standing alone in the wake of the Leviathan's destruction. No one had ever survived the onslaught of my brother before, but yet here was a man, and they several men who had survived all thanks to the efforts of that ship's captain. And we would remain friends ever since, and together we would create my new home, my new Olympus, my heavens. I thought to myself as my mother pulled that pipe away from the coals, and as she held it up, it cooled as a breeze blew by, and it revealed that "'Twas no rusted pipe I had been holding, but one of my father's first tridents. It was the first one he had received as a boy, and now it was passed on to me. That legacy, that lineage, that pressure, it was the first thing that ever made me really feel like a god. And the second thing was hearing all of you chant my name. Every single year, the JWF grew, and our fans grew, and the captain and I fought every single night we could across the ring, side by side. It, it didn't matter. And for once in my life, thanks to all of you, I felt like the god I am. I felt like the god that Olympus needs me to be. I felt like I could do it. I felt right. But something was still wrong. So I asked Mother again, why did I need to carry Father's trident across town? And she looked at me with that smile that I could still see, rubbing away a bit of that rust before saying, because the only way the world will know what you're worth is to let them see you shine. And for the past five years and longer than that, you have been letting me shine every single time I walk out into this arena. You have been letting me do what I do better than anyone else. And you people made me feel like the god I am. But now, I have to go be the god I am. You see, I've spent a long, long time, whether you people will believe it or not, afraid of taking my post, afraid of claiming my father's spot. I've been afraid to ascend to the level of godhood that was waiting for me. I've been running because I wasn't sure if I deserved to stand where my ancestors once stood. But it's thanks to you people, and it's thanks to the JWF that I have been reminded of exactly why I sit on that throne on Olympus. It's thanks to you people that I can bravely stare up towards the heavens and move on. It's thanks to all you that I remembered exactly who I am. And I am Maboa Curry, god of law, god of the sea. And for one more night at Wrestlepalooza, the god of the JWF. Thank you. Tibbs.
impassioned words there from the man known as Momoa Curry, the god himself, finally ready to ascend. And it looks like it's going to begin this Sunday at Wrestlepalooza. There are very few in the world ourselves that I would ever call my brother. Momoa Curry, he is at the top of that list, and he is... Gonna get it. <clears throat> gonna get exactly what he deserves, my friend, my brother. That's why I finally kick his ass one last time at Wrestlepalooza. Alright, quick heel turn there, very fun. But, Tibbs, we've got a whole lot of action to get through before that matchup can happen. And it's gonna begin this Friday on the exclusive Friday night episode of JWF Defiance. We already know we are gonna see that epic Cananza for number one contendership to the Defiant Championship. We are gonna see Dylan versus Momoa Curry with the title on the line. Robert Hill versus the Hammerman. Crush Atlas and a partner of his choosing versus Demon Inc. And the Jebedook takes on a partner of the champion's choosing. And who knows who that could be, Tibbs? It could just be about anybody or everybody at this point. That is right. And then, of course, we've got to move on to Wrestlepalooza. Some epic matchups. The finals of this year's J1 tournament as Blake Tanner takes on the Jebedook, who in the very same night has to face off against the Dylan for the JWF World Heavyweight Championship. In addition, we are going to see Shitty Terry's open challenge thing, I guess. Chuck Tibbs versus Captain Tibbs in what is going to be an epic nautical rules match. The Defiant Championship on the line. BS versus Demon Inc. versus the VWO in a TLC matchup. Then, of course, the women's title is going to be on the line when Phoenix Driver takes on Tiffany in what is going to be a killer matchup as the winner of the women's Regal Rumble attempts to finally get some revenge. Then, of course... Four games coming to you live. Team JWF versus Team JXT. Gazi versus Crush Atlas for the Captain's Championship. And then, of course, the main event, Momoa Curry versus the winner of Captain Tibbs versus Chuck. Tibbs, this is a Wrestlepalooza lineup that is can't miss. It is the Wrestlepalooza of Wrestlepaloozas. Still, we stumbled into it, but this is the show that I've been wanting to do for five years. This is the show where it's all going, coming down to the wire. This is the greatest show. That is right, Tibbs, and it's coming to you live this weekend on the Fight Boys YouTube channel. So tune into it, and of course, remember to support us at patreon.com slash a load of BS and pick up merch for your favorite superstars at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. And pay for, pay for my medical bills, because if I win or not, I'm going to that is right. But until Wrestlepalooza, he's been Captain Tibbs. I've been Silver Spoon, and this is JWF Ignition, and we will see you next time.